in a world saturated with podcasts, Two Brothers, One Bible stands out as an intriguing addition to the audio landscape. Ooh, oh, that was good. What yeah, do you think yeah, about that? That's good. I don't have any idea what that means. No, no. Welcome to Two Brothers, One Bible Podcast. We are so grateful that you joined us today. And welcome to Two Brothers, One Bible Podcast. It's so great to have you listening today. My name is Robert Wakefield. I'm Peter Searson. And today we're going to do another Mount Rushmore verse from one of our listeners. Yeah, one of our favorite listeners. One of our, well, we don't, well, why not? Why not? They, we don't know who they are. No. They don't know who we are. That's, they don't. That's exactly. Let me just, uh, before we get started, let me invite all of our listeners that if you're ever in the Columbia, Tennessee area. Yeah. To come and see us. Yeah. New Song Baptist Church. We'd love to have you. It would be great to have you. It'd be great to meet people who heard us on a podcast. Some of our fans. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, some of our fans. Our fan club is huge. Oh, it's, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's big. Well, we're we're not doing it for fandom. We're doing it for well, we're doing it for for whatever reason. We're no, doing we're doing it. it for Jesus. It was that, exactly what we're doing. That's exactly right. You know, if this can further uh, his kingdom work to get people thinking about scripture, you know, I, I think one of the reasons I like this podcast, Robert, is because so many times we just read a verse mm-hmm. and and we don't stop to to glean what's in that verse and think about it. And you know one of the things scripture tells us to do is meditate on the on mm-hmm. the Word of God, right. And, and so that just means thinking about it over and over and over and 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 I think sometimes, you know, there's there's critics about today's music where we repeat these verses or, or lyrics of a song over and over and over. You know, <laughs> we call it the Seven Eleven. Yeah, the seven, you know, seven words eleven, 11 times. times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think sometimes we've got to repeat something. You know, Jesus loves me. Jesus loves me. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Loves me. It's like, oh my goodness, Jesus loves me. Right. Sometimes right. it's that repetition that that really brings it home. I agree. I totally agree with that. And I, and I'm glad that that we're able to come together uh in this <laughs> windowless yeah. studio that yeah. we call it yeah. and 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 talk about, you know, the Bible. Yeah. And, and going into verses well, DRN mm-hmm. on Spotify sent sent their their verses to us. Uh and this this one we're going to do is Psalm 139. Yeah. verses 1 through 18. They picked the whole thing. They 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 really did, didn't they? Yeah. They picked the whole thing. It's a it's a psalm of David. Uh, it's for the director of music. It has a lot of these things to do. So we're going to uh, we're not going to read the whole thing, but we encourage you uh, to get your Bible out and read this entire psalm. We're going to hit some of the highlights of this, and we're going to start. I think with uh, we should start with uh, verse two. Uh, well, or verse one even. Yeah, let's yeah, go. This is, start with the first one. Yeah, you uh, know, it it starts out with search. It does. You know, and uh, I'm I'm not good at searching. In fact, this Hebrew word for search uh, is the same word they would use for mining operations. So oh. this is this is, you know, exhaustive digging deep. It's you know, it, it's a search. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other night uh, we were going to have pancakes for for dinner, and okay. I told my wife as I was making the pancakes, I said, "We only have a little bit of syrup." And so we've, you know, we're going to have still have pancakes, but, you know, we just got this one. And and so it wasn't like two seconds. Cheryl comes back with another 
bottle of syrup. <laughs> and I said, where'd you find it? She said, it was in the cupboard. <laughs> Oh, I it searched. was there the whole you I, searched. I searched. Sure you did. Yeah. I I thought I searched. <laughs> you moved one thing. That's what I do. I move one thing. I don't see it here. I don't think I moved one thing. <laughs> I, there was there was evidently not. I think she had it in her sock drawer somewhere. She, oh, you think? Yeah, because it was not there. You promise it was not there. Not into my eyes. All right. But uh when you think of this uh, you have searched me, Lord, and you know me. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that's a whole different ballgame. Yeah, it uh, because really is. it's not just uh, that he's looking for the syrup, no. <laughs> and missing that. No, he knows the syrup. He knows. He knows what how it's made. He, yep. you know, that it's. I love that that little analogy of pancakes. Yeah. and syrup. I mean, I think that's he knows us so intimately. Well, and the psalmist, as as we get. You know, through this, this, these verses. I mean, it's it's going back to when when we were conceived, mm-hmm. and that we were were formed, and talks about how we were knitted, and and you know, and so he's saying, it's not like I'm a grown man and God knows me. God knows me from the very beginning. Oh yeah, from the from the actual beginning, as, yeah. as you would say. Yeah. Um. I you know the thing that that we see in verse two. Mm-hmm. Of this Psalm one thirty nine, yeah, and verses two and three. Uh, you know when I sit, yep, and when I rise, you perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar hmm. with all of my ways. You know, we would say this is just our daily routine. Exactly. You know, it's it's brush the teeth, it's comb the hair, and and God knows it all. Yeah. And, and he knows everything. The, the thing about the thoughts, hmm. he can perceive our thoughts from far away. Yeah, I don't like that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was an extremely honest answer. Yeah, well. <laughs> but none of us do. No. Well, it, it brings some images to my mind. I, I, I think about uh, Luke 15, the, the story of the prodigal son, and it says that when he was a long way off, the mm-hmm. father recognized him. Right. Uh, I think about... How you're in a group setting and and a mom hears their kid or or their baby cry and they go oh, that that one's mine, mm-hmm. you know. And to think that God knows me so well, he he knows me from afar off, right? That that's my son, that's it, my child, right? And that's so powerful. Yeah, that is so powerful. And then he knows uh, when we get up, when we sit down, when and when I think about perceiving my thoughts from afar. Mm-hmm. I look at those thoughts as intentions. Mm. Uh, he knows my intentions yeah. from afar. And that's the part of, about thoughts that I think bothers me the most. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because it, it doesn't even have to be something spoken. It's no. something thought of. Right. And he, he already knows. He already knows. And he knows the intentions behind that. Yeah. You know, um, it's it's just an amazing God that we serve that not only knows us from that very beginning that you mentioned, mm-hmm. but now he knows our thoughts yeah. from afar. Uh, that's uh, well, that's what Jesus challenged in the Sermon on the Mount. He he refers to the Ten Commandments. Only he points out too. He talks mm-hmm. about murder and adultery, but he says, you know, if we just took what Moses gave in Exodus twenty at face value. Murder. Well, I haven't killed anybody. And right. then Jesus says, "Well, if you've got that hatred in your heart, where 
you know, someone cuts you off in the, on the highway and it's like, <laughs> yeah. then you've got, you could have hated in your heart enough to murder them, you mm-hmm. know, and, and then same thing with adultery. He says, you know, just, just a look could be enough to go down that slippery slope. So, right. um, you know, these thoughts, God knows them. Yeah, he does. And, and when we go through this, uh, I, I'm just going on to the next, we're looking at the next verses. Um, did you have verse six down as one that you wanted to talk yeah. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Yeah. You know, I, I wrote down, it's beyond me. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and, it, and it makes sense because God being infinite, mm-hmm. uh, there is no way you can take the, the infinite and put it in the finite. Right. And so no matter how much I learn about God, no matter how much I understand him or think I understand him, it, it would never be enough. No. Because I guess my brain would literally explode if I knew everything about God. Oh, it, yeah. We, could, we couldn't handle it. No, really couldn't. No. There's no way we could even understand that. No. So uh, that such knowledge is too wonderful for me. That's verse 6 and too lofty uh, for me to attain. Um I wrote down verse eight. Did you have? Did I don't you, have eight. No, you don't have eight. Okay, I'll I'll talk about. I mean, eight it's for, in the Bible. I I just didn't. Want to... <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> well, thanks for telling me. It was yeah, in the well, Bible. I didn't want you to think. Oh, oh yeah, he doesn't have a verse eight in his Bible. <laughs> well, I wrote down the verse eight because I wanted to show. Uh, wanted to talk about this. If I go up to the heavens. Mm-hmm. You are there. If I make my bed in the depths, mm-hmm. you are there. Uh, heaven is the highest place. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the versions I read, a Sheol. Yeah, is that that? Yeah. That's the uh, the lowest place or the place of the dead. So here is, it's kind of like my Mount Rushmore verse as far as the east is from the west. Uh, it's talking about if I go up to the heavens, mm-hmm. you are there. Yep. And if I go make my bed in the depths. You are there, so that just shows you just how big our God is. That's right. So it, yeah, you know, sometimes we think we can pull one over on God. Oh yeah. And the psalmist saying, "There's nowhere you can go, not anywhere." You know, and even when he when he gets to verse eleven, he says, "You know, the darkness can't even hide me." You know, I could ask, mm-hmm. you know, and think I'm doing this thing in secret, but God still knows. He does. He still knows. That, that that's that's a great point. Um, verses nine and ten do talk about the most remotest of places. Uh, if I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. Mm. Uh, so it doesn't matter to your point uh, that you made that it doesn't matter where we are. No, uh, God knows where where we're doing, and He knows our thoughts. Yeah. So, yep. uh, what's the next verse that you had written a note? Verse down? thirteen. Okay, uh, that's where it, it talks about how God formed us. You know, and it, it, I just, you know, what's what's amazing too is, you know, David's talking. He doesn't understand the science mm-hmm. of of everything we know now. Right. You know, we know about how, you know, every uh, how life is is made and how, but his language is spot on. Oh, it is, and he's saying that that. That whole thing is orchestrated by God. Mm-hmm. That He He's making it together. He's He's and, and even at those early early stages of life, 
uh, God's making it all happen. Don't you love the way he puts that uh, in verse uh, 13, you knit me together? Yeah, I love that. In my mother's womb? Yeah. Knit me together. Yeah. Because well, you, you think about knitting. Right. Have you ever knitted? I I could I could do pearl. I couldn't do knit. I don't know why. I couldn't get the, the needle. I, I tried crocheting, too. Oh, did but, you? Yeah. Uh, I've never tried either one of those, but I've seen people do it. Yeah. And man, it's it's a process. I it mean, is. It's, this this oh, thread yeah. over here, and this. I mean, it's incredible. And when you think of DNA, mm-hmm. and he knitted that in our in, in our mother's womb. Yeah. Just how complicated it all is, but yet it's just it's just nothing for him. One to think that each one of us is different, different right. fingerprints. You know, you know, God God made us uniquely us. Hmm. Uh, he did. Yeah. And there's no one like you, Peter. Thank you, Robert. <laughs> well, I just thought I'd let you know that. Yeah. Uh, that's not original with me. That's God talking. Oh, okay. <laughs> he made you original. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> you are thumb body. I am thumb body? <laughs> Your thumbprint is not like anybody else's. No, it's not. Oh, goodness. Okay. Uh, moving on. What else? Do, what other verse did you write? I wrote down 13 through 16 that he saw yeah. us in the womb. Yeah. Um, and that's what I wrote down. Uh, you knit me together in my mother's room. Verse 14 says, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. And I love that declaration right there. Mm-hmm. I am fearfully and wonderfully yeah. made. Yeah. Uh, it, it's just an incredible, incredible thought about how God puts us together and he knows every single thing about us. Right. And and how he did that all with just a spoken word. Yeah, you know, I the the last point that I wanted to to, to make on the, the end of verse sixteen, it says every moment was laid out before a single day was passed. Uh, a lot of times we we want to read predestination into that. Yeah, that even before we were born, God mapped out our life. Not true, mm-hmm. uh, but God knew right everything. You know, there's a real big difference between God orchestrating it, mm-hmm. making it happen, um, you know, determining our steps, and our steps being determined. Okay. Yeah. So God God knew mm-hmm. uh, what choices we make. He, he knew everything. You right. know, even as we were being knitted in our mother's womb, he knew everything. Mm-hmm. But don't, don't ever think, you know, I, I don't have free will. Don't ever think I'm just going to throw up my hands that that God's forcing me to do this. Right. Uh, it is. It's not true. Well, uh, I wrote down three things about uh, Psalm 139 that uh, I will share with you now. Okay. Are you ready? Drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> number, number one uh, that I wrote down is Wow, God is amazing. Mm, I like that. That that was a good one. Uh, number two. Uh, when we do evil in the sight of God, uh, that is a cause for concern because mm. He knows everything. He does. And so that was the second thing I wrote down. And uh, God knows our needs and can help us with all of them. Those are good. Three good ones. So, Way to go, Robert. Thank you so much. Yeah. I really do appreciate that. So any other thoughts about Psalm 139? Oh, it's a good one. It certainly is worthy of Mount Rushmore. It certainly is. And DRN on Spotify, thank you for sharing that uh, with us. And if you're listening to us on Spotify, there is a question there uh, that where you can actually share your Mount Rushmore verses with us. 
And if we get those, we'll talk about it. That's what we like to do. <laughs> That's what we like to do. So again, thanks so much for listening. I'm Robert Wakefield. I'm Peter Searson. And we appreciate all of your uh, sharing this uh, this podcast with all of your friends. And uh, God bless. Thank you for listening to Two Brothers, One Bible Podcast. We want to encourage you to subscribe wherever you get your podcast and be sure and tell a friend.